The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Driving to Malaysia this weekend? There are a few things you need to know before you get in the car. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Olivia Quay. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. After just over two years of near-empty lanes at the land crossings between Singapore and Malaysia, from Friday, fully vaccinated travellers will be able to drive between the two neighbours without testing or quarantine. Mostly buses and trucks for now at the causeway, but when 12 midnight strikes on April the 1st, cars will join the potentially bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. If you're planning to drive into Johor Bahru, do remember that Singapore registered vehicles will not have to pay the 20 ringgit toll charges for seven days starting from Friday. How else can you best prepare for your drive into and from Johor Bahru? Senior transport correspondent Li Nianzhou is here with some tips. Nianzhou, what are the most important things to note or documents to bring before making the trip to JB? Hi, Olivia. Um, I think it's been a while since any of us have driven our own cars or rode our bikes into Malaysia. Uh, some things are familiar, maybe you forget, and some things are new. I think uh, crucially is that in this new, um, new normal, where in terms of our travel, you actually need to be downloading a couple of apps that you need for mainly for uh, your travel declaration. Crucially, I think at least when I was researching for the story, uh, you don't have to use the white card anymore. And now it's actually um, all done online from ICA, as well as there's an equivalent that you need from Malaysia. So the two apps are important and there's actually a little bit of a lead time in terms of applying for uh, approvals so that when you're actually on site, uh, when you're crossing the customs and entering Malaysia, you have these um, proof of submission. In addition, of course, for your cars or for your bike, you must have a printed uh, version of your insurance cover as well as a valid road tax because it will be a really awful thing if for all the trouble and then you, you get called out and you, you, have, you, can, you can have um, repercussions when it comes to leaving Malaysia as well. Right. Well, as you said, it has been a while. It's been two years since we've been allowed to make this drive to JB. So if one of our viewers needs a refresher on driving into Malaysia. Nianjo, are there any changes to either the Woodlands or Tuas checkpoints or the area around them? I think this is a bit of a mystery for now because uh, even if uh, based on before April 1st, the, the reopening, um, from our experience, we know that uh, the, the authorities are, will put in traffic, traffic management measures. So one thing is, I think just you need to give yourself a bit of time when it comes to traveling especially when he's driving up into Malaysia, uh, would be to be um, reactive to any of these changes. I don't think in the crucial points of where you tap your cash card, where you tap your touch-and-go card, that is not going to change very much. But I think along the way, there might be changes in terms of more like if there's a cone here, there's an actual officer there, just to make sure that you have the correct declaration in place, for example. Well, perhaps this is also useful to know. What do Malaysian drivers coming in from JB to Singapore need to prepare? Um, for Malaysia coming to Singapore, uh, currently they're supposed to be of course also applying for what is called a VEP. And this actually has to be done two weeks in advance of actually reaching the customs. So in other words, if you think about it, is that uh, they can't actually just pack their bags and leave on the 1st of April because the relevant websites have also been uh, undergoing upgrading as we speak and they're actually only ready on the 31st of March. So that's, that's one, which is your VEP. Uh, in addition, you also need to do your declaration for vaccination status, which is done on the ICA's website. And this, the white card I was talking about, is called the SG Arrival card, which is available also as an app. So you need, uh, these, these three are your key items that you need on top of your personal travel documents. 
Very helpful. Many thanks to senior transport correspondent Li Nian Zhou. The Straits Times has a team heading to JB on Friday to give you a first-hand look on how everything goes on the first day of the land crossings reopening between Singapore and Malaysia. So do look out for that.